And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Giggs, and with me in studio we've got... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin, and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And like I said, you listen to The Political Show, and we're all about giving the truth behind the headlines. And this week we're going to be speaking about... The Tale of the Mob. Yes, Tales of the Mob. And we're basically speaking in South Africa. We've got major gangs, especially in Cape Town. Cape Town is a city in South Africa. These major gangs, they like run a whole lot of things. They're called the 26s, the 27s, and the 28s. And they're rivalry gangs here in South Africa. And they do not cross paths. There's territory wars and all of these things happening. But what has been happening in the past few months is that there's been two deaths. A death of a gang leader, I think it's the 28s, and a gang leader of the 27th that have died. So we're going to be speaking about that and we're also going to be speaking about the voter fraud that is happening in America as well. Pastor Gail, do you want to give a more brief explanation of what we're talking about as well? Yeah, obviously the, with the gang related activity, um, especially there in the Western Cape, uh, Cape Town is known as the murder capital of South Africa. And uh, those gangs, the 26s, the 27s, and the 28s, all right? And uh, we, we need to look into one day as to how they came up with those names. I've always wondered, <laughs> but I'm only thinking about it now. So, so I also have research. never thought of it. Yes, so, but we won't, we won't look at that today. The gang violence in the Western Cape is frightening. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it happens amongst what in South Africa is known as the colored community. In South Africa, you know, your races are divided white, black, then colored is mixed race, and also your regional peoples, your Khoi, your San, you know, the Khrikwas, the Namas, uh, the Bushmen, all of those those people groups, plus people of mixed race. Mm. So uh, whites with blacks or Indians with blacks or blacks with coloreds or whites with coloreds. Or, in other words, any time two people get together and have a child and they have different races, that child's called a colored. Yes. All right. That's the community where a lot of the gang-related activity in Cape Town, you know, is happening. Um, and, uh, yeah, so obviously with these guys getting bumped off, these gangs are, they've infiltrated very up, up, up in, in government echelons and things like that. So who knows what in the world's going on there. And then obviously with the election fraud. So you said voter fraud. Need to correct that one. Uh, voter is when a voter does fraud. So like you go oh. and you try vote twice or something. That's voter fraud. <laughs> This was fraud involving the election machines. Yes. And what we're going to see later in the show is that everyone's saying that that's a conspiracy theory. Now, that's that. I just want to say that that term conspiracy theory is a term that was invented by the CIA. And it's a term that is used to give a bad light on something. When someone comes out about and, and they speak about something that's been done in secret and it's actually true. Sure. Then they invented this term conspiracy theory 
to say, no, no, it's not true. And then obviously sometimes they put up rubbish ones. Yeah. So one of them that I think is a rubbish one is, is I don't know if you've ever heard of QAnon. QAnon, no. Yeah, QAnon. So it's this guy supposedly coming out of the White House that's giving all these messages. And they say, don't worry, Trump's going to win. Trust the plan, trust the plan. But the plan's getting, you know, the plan's in intensive care now, if, if you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. But they put out a lot of stuff and they made a lot of predictions. And it, it sounds all happy. And then, you know, the, the people on the right of American politics, they sit back, they're all happy and relaxed. But nothing's come true. Mm. So I believe a lot of it with something like a cube, but also other things is deliberate disinformation to discredit the real news that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, about real things like this election fraud. Yeah. And um, now I've looked into it. There's, there's way too many videos of people saying what happened. Yeah. For it not to be okay. true. True. Sure. Yeah, so that, that is so what Conspiracy theory is fiction. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy is a crime. You can go to jail for conspiracy. I just learned something new on this show. You see, this is why I need to listen to the political show. And we're just going to speak about that. So it's going to be quite, quite an interesting show for the last Friday in November. Can you imagine? it? We are ending November this week. It's the last Friday in November, then we're going into what December. Seven, eight months since we went into lockdown. Yep. We're still in lockdown. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Even though some places doesn't feel like it, but yeah. we are still in lockdown. That is crazy. So this is the political show where Christ politics is... Flippin' hot politics. Flippin' hot politics. <laughs> Hot presenters. Hi, this is Gavin Inslin. The best topics. How do you turn your house from being just a normal home to a five-star hotel? The hottest music. You love me the most entertaining presenters. You are on the movie show. And in your left corner, you have Ryan. And in your right corner, you have Dad. Everything you could ever want in radio. Radio has never been better. Okay, so now the first thing we're going to be speaking about is the death of gangster. His name was Ernest Solomon, basically. And he died after he released a video where he basically spoke about what he thought of the gangs. And in the video, he basically said that the number is like, so obviously speaking from the number that gang, and he was from the 28th, uh, the number is like a germ. It comes into you when you are in prison. We all got it in us. I also got the germ in me. People die every day because of the story of the number. This cut in my face I got because of the number. I was very young and didn't know what the number really meant to me. Now I must try to make it right for my people or my next generation before I'm not in this world anymore. I'm 54 years old and all the years of my life I was losing friends and those friends were like my brothers and like my children. When they died, I felt it in my heart, but I never thought of the day when I'm going to die. So now he was in the gang for 37 years. He obviously said that he was very young and didn't really understand why 
they they held so strongly to this number and what the number meant and obviously through the years and things like that and then in this video he's basically speaking about the fact that he regrets basically being part of the gang and how many lives they've killed and things like that so what are your thoughts the fact that he's actually died after he released this video obviously i mean am i right he was pretty high up yes he was gang. a gang leader yeah so he was one of their leaders yeah um, so it's high up in the organization. When you get involved in organizations like that, they don't allow you to leave. Yeah. All right. Basically, there's the, an interview I saw with one guy who used to be, I think it was in the Chicago mob. Yeah. And he actually lives now in, an, in a place and the mob doesn't know where he is, on the opposite side of America. Uh, they know it's on the West Coast somewhere, but they're not sure where. Mm. And I think maybe they leave him alone there because, you know, he's off there. But I remember him saying if they found him, that they would kill him. Mm. You know, it would be the end. Because obviously you know too much. And what they're also worried is maybe this guy gets a conscience and goes to the police. Mm. Next thing he turns state witness. You know, that, that I think is their biggest fear. So if you're going to make a video like that when you've been in something like this for so long and you know everything, you know all the dirt, yeah. um, they're not going to leave you alive. But mm. what this also, I want to take it a step further. You know, when you get involved in anything with Satan, whether it be something like a gang or something like maybe Satanism mm. or even some of these weird and wonderful things, you know, where you get into, you know, uh, high levels of the political sphere, the judicial sphere or the business sphere uh, through not legal means, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If you step into this thing, they do sort of initiations. Mm. And one of the things I've heard about, for example, is that if you want to get into those things, like high up political positions or whatever, they make sure that you're compromised. So they'll even do things where they, they say, right, you've got to come and you've got to have sex with these children and we're going to film you. And mm. maybe you've got to beat them up. Maybe they even get you to kill one, you know, things yeah. like that. And, and the reason why they do that is so that they say, right, now you know we've got this information on you. So we're going to put you in this position, but you're going to do whatever we want. Otherwise, obviously, we're going to let all this stuff come out. Now, the same there, you know, if someone like that now wants to step out, they're probably going to die, you know. There was also the judge, Antonin Scalia. Now, he died of a heart attack, so-called, when he went on a hunting trip. And that was in Barack Obama's last year's presidency. Sure. But there were a lot of stories about that potentially being a murder. He may have, may have been strangled and things like that. Sure. He was a judge that would have gone more on the Christian side of things. Yeah. So they said, you know, have another pick. Yeah. So he died for that reason. But then the Republicans were in control of the Senate, so they didn't allow him to choose a, a justice. Donald Trump then replaced him. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, um, these are the kinds of things that happen when you get involved in the underworld. Yeah. And anytime you get involved with something from Satan, no matter how good it looks, no matter how awesome the power is, he's there ready and waiting and he will take you out. Yeah. Now, I remember watching documentary a few years ago. It was around that time where the gang violence in Cape Town was really bad. So well. just the thing with Anton Scalia. Yeah. That was stories you heard. Yeah. None of that was ever confirmed. And that's the problem with these things. Mm. So this guy, at least we know, was murdered. Scalia, the, the, officially it was something else. He was also a cricket coach, Bob Bormer. Yeah. He was a coach of Pakistan. Yeah. And then he lost a game in the World Cup, what was it, 2007. Sure. So and then I, got, I remember I went to a spinning class at the yeah. gym. And the, the, um, you know, the guy leading the class said, and, and as we're doing the class today, let's think of the late Bob Bormer. And I remember I was totally shocked. 
because <laughs> he was the cricket coach of Pakistan. Hmm. <clears throat> and the official thing was he had a heart attack, but like unofficially news came out that it was anything but a heart attack. There was a lot of physical force. Sure. You know, so that yeah. that the heart was stopped rather than it stopped on its own, if you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. But again, nothing it was nothing there, was confirmed. It, it was there in Jamaica that, that area it's an <laughs> <laughs> you hear these unofficial things, but nothing official ever comes out. Yeah. So now, um, I remember watching a documentary years ago. It was around the time, I mean, the gang violence is still bad in Cape Town and stuff, but then there was a specific year, I think I was just starting off high school and stuff, where the gang violence was really bad, where girls or kids would be walking and there was just a lot of kids that were being killed in, in Cape Town. It's just gone off the news. It hasn't stopped. It's probably yeah, gotten worse. Probably. They basically, they were interviewing a former, or they were interviewing a gang member, but they weren't showing the face and they changed the voice and stuff. And they spoke about the fact that in order, the only way for a person to actually come out of the gang is if they went to a church and they stayed at a church for a specific amount of time, and then eventually they were going to. Do you think that still applies now? Uh, because in this article, uh, a former gang member of the 28 actually wrote, but they don't write the person's name, obviously, to keep the person safe and stuff. They said the only, there is only one way out of the number, and that is if you become converted. But it doesn't mean you are totally out of the woods. Once outside, that converted person will be tempted on a daily basis to hide, for example, drugs. So do you think that the whole thing of going to church and still applies looking at how people view the church these days and stuff um you mean with the gangs with the gangs yeah yeah I, I, i'm not sure look i mean obviously when you're dealing with people like that even if they code or whatever says that if you become a christian or whatever that now you're safe hmm. there was also that guy um rashid stahi yeah uh and uh, his brother was killed and uh when was it last year he was now he'd, he'd become a christian Hmm. He had a pastor, and, and from what I understood, he was trying to get out of the lifestyle. And he was taken out in his car, in a in a busy street in Cape Town. Sure. The gunman just opened fire on him, and they, and they just killed him. So the, the thing is, even if that is the code, if you know what I'm saying, hmm. um, you, you're talking about people that, um, you know, you, you, you can't trust them. Hmm. Uh, I mean, if people have been getting uh, to the top via means like that, you can't trust them. Yeah. So, um, you know, even if that's the code, you, you, you'll still be in danger. When, once you get into those things, um, it's very difficult to get out. You, you may yeah. have to leave the country or something. Yeah, no. Which now with uh, COVID lockdowns is like not so easy. Yeah. Unless your name's Bushy. <laughs> I just want to get your view on this whole thing because obviously you saw firsthand the Black Knight. I don't know if you did see firsthand. I've never really asked him this question. But in in the prisons and stuff, how they actually run these things. Because also in the article, they speak about the fact that it had to be obviously someone within the, a general within within the gang that's probably in jail that had to call the shots for this man to be killed so have you seen that happen or how do the gangs actually work within prison cells and and stuff i know from from prison that when you in church yeah you they don't touch you yeah um, it's actually a thing that you don't get touched but i believe like i used to believe in prison that it's it's just God protecting you and stuff like that. Yeah. Because most of them did. If they would come out of a gang, they would go to church. 
yeah, just like they say, they, they do get, they do test you every time, you know what I mean? They'll like probably take your things, you know what I mean? They'll, they'll get you to be angry or they want you to be angry in order to, to prove that you're not really a church person so that they can kill you. Because if you're not protected by the number, they can just kill you. Because um, when you renounce the number, they first have to burn you because they, they, yeah, because they tattoo the number on you. Then they burn you with the iron, and then you get the whole crew to beat you up. The whole crew must beat you up for that. Or they'll tell you to, if it, in fact, especially when you're a general or captain, if you if you high ranked, mm. um, you get high ranked by killing someone. So then, yeah, the whole number thing it's based on blood. Sure. It's actually evil. Mm. Yeah. When I was told the story, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could sleep, but it was scary. It was like, sure, yeah, it's like, yeah. Because this guy was telling me, he's like, no, this, I've been a church person. Even in prison, I was like, fully, fully church. Yeah. So they actually like church people because they're the only people they can trust. Either than that, they can't trust anyone. I had a lot of, lot of people protecting me because they knew I had their things. And you know what I mean? They can yeah. only trust me. They can't trust anyone else. Like, it's real. They, can't, they don't trust anyone else only a church person and that's why they make sure that you are a legit church person so that you don't backstab them by going to Joining give their life. information to someone else or or something like that sure this is very we should definitely do a, th- a show where we look number? about look into <laughs> the number and, and stuff but that's all we have for this segment here's a song by active worship called war zone
live right here on Active FM, we bring to you the Active Worship Inception album. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I rejoice at your word, unfading. album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you're interested in downloading the album, well, contact us for more info. That was Warzone. As we were speaking about the war zones of the gangs in Cape Town, that was an amazing song by Active Worship called Warzone. Now, we're going to be looking at, in inverted commas, a fact check. They're basically saying that it's a fact check. And they say that the fact check is false claim that electronic voting software companies like Dominion and Smartmatic have closed. And they're saying that in the weeks since the election, numerous fake claims or false claims have cropped up about Dominion Voting Systems, a company that sells electronic voting software used to help conduct elections across the United States. Some users claim that the company's machine deleted and switched votes cast for President Donald Trump. The, and then they say that the USA Today debunked that. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? How long after the election was that article? This article was released on the 24th of November. Tuesday, yes. Okay. The problem that I have is um, they've, they've been saying that since before, you know, since before the fraud claims came out that it's debunked. Hmm. The thing is, at the end of the day, it's not debunked. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, you need to go and look at the graphs of those states. All right, especially you're looking at Wisconsin, you're looking at Michigan, you're looking at Pennsylvania, and you're looking at Georgia. Mm -hmm. If you look at those states, you can see Trump's way ahead, like way ahead. I mean, there's a big gap on the graph between him and Joe Biden. And then all of a sudden, you had about four in the morning, the same time for all the states. Joe Biden gets a whole ton of, of votes, not one for Donald Trump, which is, you know, and I'm talking about you getting over a thousand votes, ballots coming in at a time, with not one for Trump. Now, that's statistically not possible. The other thing is also you got these batches of votes, not one of them for Trump, and there was also a third party candidate from the Libertarian Party, not one for them either. Sure. So there's no ways. So that's problem number one. So when yeah. you just look at the data, to say it's debunked, I, I want them to say it's debunked. I'll only listen to them. If they say it's debunked and they print the graphs of how the ballots came in, how the ballots were counted. Mm. Because, you know, you, you get that information. Okay. <laughs> and, when, and when you look at those graphs, to say it's debunked and, and then you print that graph, people are going to look at the graph and it's not, it's not going to type with what you're saying. Problem number two, at around three or four in the morning in all those states, there's now sworn eyewitness testimony where people have signed affidavits hmm. that ballots are brought in with Ferraris, <laughs> pickup <laughs> trucks. They're brought they're in cardboard boxes, ice cream tubs, um, cooler boxes, bags, packets, you know, all sorts of things. They're just bringing all of these ballots at the same time. Sworn testimony 
that just before these ballots arrive, all the Republican guys, they get told, okay, we're stopping counting voting. So the guys leave to go and get food. So the Republicans were also stupid. Mm. So many of their things, their people go. Then those that remain, they start chirping, hey, what are you doing here? And they get kicked out. And every time someone gets kicked out, there's reports from some of these counting centers, especially in uh, Michigan and, and Pennsylvania, that Democrat guys start cheering that they've been kicked out. Okay. You've got the data. Mm-hmm. Then you've got eyewitness testimony saying that they saw this at the time when Biden's votes go up. So that's already two pieces of evidence. Mm. Okay. Number three, they don't want to audit these elections. They don't want to audit who voted, were they a valid voter. You know, so, some of these voters were Confederate soldiers. And they know when the Confederate soldiers were fighting in the American Civil War. You know, when the yeah. American Civil War happened, it was in the 1860s. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so some of these voters fought in the Civil War of America. <laughs> okay, sure. so you, I mean, obviously they're not alive. They're not alive. That's yeah. a fact. Dead people have voted. <laughs> now, to tell me that that doesn't warrant serious investigation yeah. from the FBI, even if there's one, how, how in the world does someone born in 1850 or 1860 yeah. come and vote? How does someone who's born in 1900 come and vote? Come and vote, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, America's got. <laughs> They, they've got the most 100-plus-year-olds that have voted in history <laughs> in anywhere in the world. The fourth thing, there's evidence that has come out, and there's sworn testimony, and there's people that have studied the Dominion software. What happens is the administrator, the manager at accounting center, they have the power to do certain things. Now, what happens is, so now you go and you vote, right? So you push your thing in, and then either it says, okay, you voted for Trump, you voted for Biden, or it says there's a problem. If it says there's a problem on their voting machine now, so you put your ballot in, right? Mm-hmm. There's a green button you can push. And it pushes it through to another thing where someone will look at it and adjudicate who you're trying to vote for. They decide who you are trying to yes, vote for. Yes, yes. So obviously now they're so-called honest. So what they're going to decide, I know we can see Calvin, you know, the black knight over here, he was trying to vote for Biden, okay? So they're saying now, Gavin, you know, who's now doing this is going to be honest and decide that was his vote sure coming from south africa i don't know how many south africans would believe that Mm-mm. i wouldn't trust anyone with that yeah. because i'm sorry i know human beings so you press that green button now they decide but now what they can do with those votes and there's a fifth one that is going to shock you what they can do now with those votes is they can do anything so even they after can they can switch it from biden can... no no but that all those that the guys press the The green green button button. they can do whatever they want with those ballots now that's basically someone who's an administrator at a counting center so that that shouldn't be allowed within the software that's number one yeah now that's in the manual if you go read the dominion software manual on how to use it it's there sure so they have the ability to change votes now in south africa if there's any mark outside the block of the party you voted for that ballot is discarded. Yeah. And they warn you, make sure that you make your cross clearly and make sure that it's inside that block and it doesn't go outside that block. Yeah. Because if it goes outside the block, it's that strict to make sure that we get the right votes. Mm. <clears throat> they actually use this feature in Arizona and Nevada, especially in the more Trump areas. Mm-hmm. A day or two before the election, remember we spoke about that we, we thought it was pencils. Yeah. But it yeah. was actually the Sharpies. 
Okay. That was the week of the election. We spoke about that. Yeah. So what happened was a doubt too before the election. They had they had their ballpoint pens ready for people to vote. They tossed them out, and they brought in boxes of sharpies, on purpose. So now the people come there, they get a sharpie. Mm. So they go and they vote with a sharpie. All right, and they say no, no, the voting machine, wada wada, you know, it needs to. So every person who votes with a sharpie, the voting machine doesn't accept it. So they get that green button thing. Either go and get another ballot, sure, or you can. So the Oaks are all pressing. 90, about 95 or 96 percent of the people press the green button. Now it goes through, mm. and someone else adjudicates, and they can flip those votes to Trump. This thing, number one, is eminently possible because this, the, the software was designed to do it. Yeah. So to say it's debunked is the biggest lie on the face of the planet. Mm. Sure. Sure, that is. And I've only told you a little bit of stuff. Eh? You, <laughs> must see how many, you must see how many affidavits there are, yeah. how many people have testified on video. I think I read an article or watched a video on, on Instagram or ever where they spoke about the fact that there was a state... I think it was the state of Georgia, I could be wrong, the state of Georgia where they had more votes than there were people that actually lived in no, the... that was Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, especially in those places where the votes went through the roof. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they had more votes. So with more all of votes that than people. More votes than people. Not, not registered voters. No, they had no, more no. votes than other people. Yeah. So, so that's it's like in South Africa, you have 60 million people and then 65 million vote in the election. Sure. And not even all 60 million people in South Africa are eligible to vote. No, no, but never mind that. <laughs> 60 sure. million people, 65 million vote. And, and your system says one man, one vote. You've you got a problem. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is quite interesting to, to see and for them to actually say that it's a conspiracy theory and for them they to lie. actually say that they it's, know they're lying. it's false and things with all this evidence that is actually being put forward yeah the evidence they say isn't there yeah the evidence that they actually just look at the software's manuals you you can see it can happen yeah how can you say it never happened Mm. black knight what are your thoughts yeah they're lying (laughs) that's not even a thought that's a fact um because um it was even said that 30 percent of the democrats themselves like 30% of the Democrats actually say and believe that there was fraud happening. Mm. So it's not just the Republicans, the Democrats themselves, 30% of their team actually saying, nah, it's impossible. Because <laughs> this is very, very impossible. Yeah. It's like, you know, one of those stories, like a kid saying, I didn't take the, the, the biscuit, but she, <laughs> her mouth is full of the crumbs. And then, yeah. she op- and then she speaks to you and then you can just... By the smell, you can tell that this is my biscuit. (laughs) And it's like, no, it's not me. That's that's, that's what happened. And then USA Today says, no, that debunked. It was her skin. It wasn't a biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what's happening here. Yeah. Just one more question before we close this segment is, obviously now we're waiting until the 14th of December. It's the 14th of December. Yes, yeah. that the final decision is going to make of who's the president of America. And um, and recently, the uh, Trump administration are actually starting through with the process of and, and things like that. What do you think will happen? Now with all this evidence, people turning the blind eye and things like that, do you think there's a high possibility 
of Biden actually winning the elections or is there a higher possibility of President Trump actually winning the elections? I can't see what they've ignored till now. I can't see that that's going to change unless if, if you have like 60 or 80 million people out on the streets. Yeah. If you have that, yeah, then it might be. Yeah. You, you might get the right result. Yeah. Um, if that doesn't happen, no, they're just going to, they don't care. Mm. Okay, we know that from Saving Politics. Yep. They, they don't care how much you know. They just continue as if it didn't happen. Yeah. They pretend it didn't happen. Unless, like with the Saving Government, when the taxi industry said, forget you guys, we're filling our taxis. Yeah. And the government, and they said, if you touch one of our drivers, every driver is going to shut down the country. We're going to shut down the country right there. Mm. And then the government quickly changed the regulations. <laughs> yep. Unless that happens. No, yeah. they're not going to change. Yeah, that is. That, that I'm sorry. If we see 60 or 80 million Americans on the street, maybe. Mm. If we don't, not a chance. Yep. Remember, this is Active FM, where radio has never been better. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy DJ P Dog, and you are tuned in to Active FM. Y'all keep it locked for the very best. So, in Matthew 7, verse 29, it says, For he taught with real authority, quite unlike the, the teachers of religious law. Yeah, now that obviously comes after the verse we've spoken about before. I think it's in verses like 26 and 27 and 28, where Jesus has spoken about those who build their, their lives on his words. You know, when the storms come, their life will stand. Now, in this verse here, it says that when Jesus taught, the guys were astounded because he, he taught with authority and not as their religious leaders would teach. Hmm. And that's the thing. Jesus had authority. And you know, when someone's preaching the word, they have authority. And when you listen to the world, doesn't matter which political side you're talking about, eh? Mm. People will lie. You understand? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how much Trump has lied, because I haven't caught him out while he's been president. Let me let me put it to you that way. Yeah. I haven't caught him out. The things that that, that they've come as earth-shattering revelations, like for instance, recently with Trump, that that earth-shattering revelation just before the election, uh, he was telling guys that, um, you know, he was telling everyone it's okay with the virus so that people wouldn't panic. Now, at the time, people were saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his supporters <laughs> were saying, he's saying this because he doesn't want to cause panic. And um, can you imagine if Trump had come and said, we've got this disease, it's going to kill everyone, <laughs> oh my word. Imagine what the people would have done. They would yeah. have gone nuts. They would, You yeah. understand what I'm saying? So, um, that's not really a lie for me, but, you know, I don't know what lies he hasn't, uh, and hasn't told. I just haven't caught him. Mm. But, um, the thing is, the thing is, in terms of this, any human leader, and I'm sure Trump has lied. Yeah. He must have. He's a human. Any person that you're listening to lies. Yeah. The, I don't care who they are. I don't care how truthful you think they are. They lie. All right. For example, if someone's late for a meeting, why were you late? Traffic. But it's lockdown. No, it was weird. Eh? There was traffic. You know what I'm saying? And they lie. They, they don't just say, oh, you know, I was late. Or yeah. People only tell the truth if they don't care, you know, type of thing. So the thing is, Jesus taught with authority because there was no lie in his lips. Mm. So he had real authority. And therefore, you look at all of the stuff that's going on in the world, and on the one hand, you're deluded. You don't know what's going on, and you're in for a rude surprise. On the other hand, you know what's going on. You know the surprise is coming, and there's nothing you can do about it. 
You know, it's like a person that's riding on a motorbike, maybe at 180 k's an hour, and they hit a log, and they're flying through the air, and they can see this wall's coming. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing they can do about it. They're going to they hit that wall. Um, you know, <laughs> so if you know what's going on, very often you like the person who's flying through the wall, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so I'm not sure which is worse. It's probably worse to be deluded because then you get a hell of a shock when you hit that wall. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, the thing is with Jesus, you will never be surprised. Yeah. He's doesn't matter what happens in the world, his purpose remains. Yeah. Uh, heaven is still for real. You know, yes. like that movie said, heaven is for real. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the Lord will come and he will comfort you and he will bless you and he will guide you, mm-hmm. you know, um, in an incredible way if you will just um, live for him. So my advice, read less news. Read the eternal news, amen. which is the Bible. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Black Knight, say amen. Amen. <laughs> that was an amazing, amazing show, and that was an amazing verse. Thank you, Pastor Gav. So you can catch us on our different platforms. We're on Instagram at ActiveFM777. We're on Facebook, forward slash ActiveFM. And we're on Twitter at ActiveFM. M. But you can also catch us on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM. We're also on Twitter at ActiveFM and we're also on Parlor. So get commenting. Let us know your thoughts. If you have more, if you actually know what the numbers mean in, in the gangs here in South Africa and stuff, let us know as well. And if you've got more insights on the fraud that is hap- happening in America, let us know as well. And then you can also catch us on our website, www.activefm.co.za. You can also catch us on Google Podcasts and on Apple Podcasts. And you can also download our show on Spotify. Get downloading, get sharing. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs. And with me in studio, we've got... Gavin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight on the political show where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And here's a song by Matthew Parker called Braver. Like a war of the ages But there's a hero within you Waiting for the chance to be brave So even if you want to give up And your fears scream louder than thunder You are never gonna give up You're not going under What if all of this could make you braver Stronger Walking through the fire, flying even higher like a fighter. You rise up. If you never give in, you won't find the limit. You'll be braver, stronger. Never give up, no, never surrender, never give in. Braver, stronger. What if all of this can make you braver? Hallelujah. 
Radio has never been better.